We are Daf Yud Gimel Amud Aleph. We're starting from Daf Yud Beis Amud Beis. Three lines from the bottom. The third word from the end of the line. I'm Rabbi Yehuda. Says the Gemara. Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda says, Hani, Hani, Shushe, Vishvatsre. These are two vegetables that are animal food, so they really don't receive too much. So they should be kosher for schach. You're able to use them for schach because even though they're, they're vegetables, but they're animal food, and they don't receive too much. Abaya Omar. Abaya says. Shushim is He says, "Yeah, the first one, the first type, shabshushi, you can use for schach. B'shabtzeri, okay, lo masachim, but you can't use you can't use shabtzeri. Why? Ah, it's not makabel to him. Why are you allowed to use it? By time, what's the reason? Cave under sorry rechayo. Since it has a bad smell, shabaklu v'nach. The person is going to abandon them and go out of the sukkah. So it's going to drive the person out. But you can't use it for schach. Amar Rechanan Baraba." Honey, he's me vehigi. These type of what they call brambles and thorns. They're okay. They're bushes and thorns. Okay, which have which have th- they have thorns in them. Mesachim you can use them for schach. Abayamar behizmi mesachim. So look, the first one behizmi. Okay, like these brambles, you can use for schach. Behigi lo mesachim, but behigi these kind of uh, thorns you can't. Why or whatever the, whatever the other the other one. Okay, my time. What's the reason? This second kind, because it because the the leaves are constantly falling off. Shabbat Shalom. The person is going to abandon the sukkah of an and he's going to go outside. Same, similar to what we were saying as before. Okay, if you have if you have the 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 trunk of the of the palm, and uh, and what and what happens? It, part you have the trunk of the palm, and there's all these shoots that come out of it. Okay, and it looks like it looks like a bundle of things that are bound together. Masachabu, you're allowed to use the first chach. But even though they're bound, those they they look like they're a bunch of these shoots are all bound together. So you can't you can't you, you can't you can't make schach with a bundle like we said. We say no, a bundle, okay, or a binding by the heaven, this natural thing where the where man human doesn't tie it, but tie from the heaven, it just naturally grows that way. That's not called a bundle. We don't have to worry about it. But there's no prohibition. Not only that, but even though let's say because. Those shoots go out wildly. They go up and all around. So you have to, even though you're going to tie them down in order for them to lay flat so you can do a good job when you put the whole thing on top of the sukkah, even that is still okay. Why? When you bind one thing to itself, so to speak, it's all really one unit, that's not called a binding. It's still not a problem of a bundle. Similarly, you have the shoots that come off of the cane. Similar point, a bunch of shoots go off of it. You can use it for schach. Even though they're bound together, okay, same way they look like they're a bundle. Same reason before, but a binding by the heaven, by the hands of heaven, natural binding. That's not the, that's not the prohibition of using a bundle. It's not called a bundle for schach. Okay, and even though the guy himself binds them down, like we said before, in order to keep them to to, to, to cover the area over the over the sukkah. When you tie one thing to itself, okay, you tie one thing up. That's not called a binding. Now, Tanya, we learned, and we learned that we learned in support of this, okay? Kanemadokranim, it's, it's a funny language because it says reeds, okay, or canes, and, 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 uh, and, and, uh, and, uh, and the poles that 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 tape that that become that taper and become and become sharp. Okay, mesachim and you can use it for schach. So Gemara says it doesn't make sense to read it with it. Kanim shita obviously you can use canes. What's the problem? I can't use the cane. It grows in the ground. It's not a kabotuma. Ain't a kanim shel dokonim. So it really means canes full of these of these protrusions of these sharp protrusions. Mesachim behem. You're allowed to make do schach with them. You see, like we said, just like Rav Chizda said, that it's not a problem of a bundle. 
I furthermore now once you brought up this din okay uh, 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 he's going to tell another din which is really not not connected to sukkah. Ravina the Agma Mara of the Mara of the of the uh, of the uh, swamp. Okay, of the of the swamp. A person can use it for, to do fulfill his obligation to eat mara on Pesach, to eat bitter herbs. Okay, now it's, no, it's called mara of the swamp. So the Gemara says, "What may sibe?" They come and ask kasha. Now the, I'm going to explain the kasha, and then we'll just read it inside. What's the kasha? We're going to see in a principle. You know, the Torah says there's certain times you have to use a bundle. Okay, and uh, a bundle of of azo of hyssop. Okay, of Azov. So we're going to see it says Azov, so it has to be Hyssop, but it can't be this kind of Hyssop, that kind of Hyssop, that kind of Hyssop, because that's not the Hyssop. The Torah said Hyssop normally, so Hyssop of a special species is not going to be, is not going to be eligible. So we have the same thing over here. How can you tell me the Torah told me I, I have to eat Mara? Why are you going to say Mara of the swamp is good? That's a different species than, that's a different species than Mara. So we got, that's going to be the Kasha. Okay, so let's see. It says we're going to Mesa, let's say it's a Kasha. Azov, we, when we said, when, when he told me we have to use Hyssop, Okay, okay. Below Azov Yavan, not the not the not the uh, Greek Azov. Below Azov Kochali, not the blue Azov or the plate, whatever you're gonna say. Below Azov Minbari, not the desert Azov. Below Azov Romi, not the Roman Azov. Below Azov Shem Levi, and any kind of accompanying name, you can't use that Azov. It has to be the Torah said Azov. It has to be Stame Azov, not Azov of a special type. Amar Abayi says no. Don't don't worry. It's a whole different point. Any time where what where the species had different names, you had, you had different names for different different types before before the Torah, and the Torah came along and was stringent about what about using what azov and not some special type of azov. So that's called an accompanying name. That's a different kind of that's a different one. So azov Romi, azov this. Since they had those names before the Torah, so when the Torah said just use an azov, that's called this other kind of species. Bahani, but when it comes when it comes to the Mara, the name was no was no different before Torah. The the the, the, the Mara of the Mara of the swamp what, what, what was called Mara in the time of the Torah. Okay, it just Mara of the swamp. That's a name that came later. So therefore, the Torah never excluded it. That's what was Mara of the swamp was Mara when the Torah said to eat Mara. Rabbi Rab, Mara says no. I'll tell you another. I'll tell you another another answer. Really, he says another way to say it is he can say it like this: Hani Maria so He says really what the truth is that even Mara of the swamp is just called Mara. Behind the car, the Marisa, the Agma. Okay, and and when he called it, uh, when Rav Chista called it Mara of the swamp. Okay. Uh, when he called it Mara of the Swamp, Mishum the Mishtakach Bagma. He wasn't saying a certain type of Mara, Mara of the Swamp. No, he meant to say that the Stam Mara, but where, and where do you find it in the swamp? He was just indicating where to get the stuff, but it wasn't really a name that described another uh, species or subspecies, whatever you want to call it. Amra of Chizda, now, uh, we, we're going to see. When it comes to bundles, okay, how do you, how do you, how do you, how, what's called a bundle? Here, for the Azov, we have to use a bundle to, to sprinkle the, to sprinkle the paraduma water. For other things, the place where the Torah told me to, just, to do something with, 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 with a bundle of Azov. So, you know, what am I going to do? Okay, let's read Okay, if you, if you make a bundle of one thing, okay, that's not called, you tie it up, that's not called a bundle. That's not called a, 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 a binding. Okay, shalosh shmeagin. If you have three things, that's definitely called a bundle. That's a binding. Okay, okay, that's a good. That's a bound unit. Shnayim, but what about two? Is two called a bound unit or two is not called a bound unit? So he says, he says, that's an argument of Rabbi Yossi and the rabbis about whether 
two constitutes a bundle or not. And that's going to affect us both things. In the positive, when you need a bundle from the Torah, or like by circle, where you shouldn't have a bundle either way. So three is a bundle, one's not a bundle, or two is two a bundle or not? Is two going to be fulfill your desire to have a bundle by Azov, okay, by Hisip, or is it going to or is it, or is it going to foil your desire to use it for Sach because it's called a bundle? Is two in or out as a bundle? Okay, it's a nine. So now we're going to try and show that it's an argument of Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi We learn mitzvah Azov, the mitzvah of Hisip, okay, of a bundle of Hisip, okay, for example, for sprinkling, let's say, okay, Shloshik you have to have three, um, uh, whatever you call it, three plants, okay, three plants of azos, three sprigs of azos. You have to have with it, and you have to have three stems, okay? You have to have one stem for each, uh, for each one. It has a central stem, and it goes off. You have three central stems. For, uh, for, uh, you have to have three central stems. So three plants and three central stems. He says the mitzvah of Azov, of Hisop, Shloshi Givolim, is three plants, okay, three sprigs, Ushwashav Shnayim, Ushwashav Shnayim. But if now, if you started with three and you end up with two, that's also good. If it's left over, Ushwashav, if left over is two, is also good. But Gardumov, and let's say because it's very soft and as you use it, it, it just breaks off, a Gardumov, the stumps, okay, calls you any amount, okay, any amount is fine. So as long as it as long as it remains any 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 amount of length. Now Kosalka daitim. So now we understand what is Rav Chizda saying. How is he saying that this is the argument? They thought. Oh, they said it's an argument. But Yossi the rabbis. How's it argument? Midishir of Shnayim from the fact that Yossi says what if you start with three and you're left over with, and you're left over with two, it's still kosher. So Tchilas and Ami Shnayim. The truth is that from the outset you can have two. If two's good in the end, two's good in the beginning. Why do you say three? The mitzvah. It's only a mitzvah. It's a good thing to start out with three, but really two is sufficient. So really, you could you could have just like you'd end up with two, you could start with two, okay? Umid Rabbi Yossi Shlosha, and therefore we say for the fact that Yossi said Shlosha the mitzvah, the three is only a mitzvah; it's only a good thing to do, but you really only need two. The Rabbanu Shlosha and the rabbis are holding, and you have to have three, and it's absolutely essential. If you don't, have to, if you don't, if you don't put three, it's no good. So that's going to be good. So the rabbis are hold what that th- only three is a bundle and two is not. Or Yossi hold that two is a bundle. But the Gemara says, get out of here. You can't say that to say that Rabbi Yossi holds two is a bundle and three is only a mitzvah. And the rabbis hold that three only three. Is a bundle and not two. Didn't Rabbi Yossi say Azov Okay, If you started with two plants, okay, we sure every sure of echad. Okay, and and you have uh, and you have. Yeah, no, pardon me. If you started with two stems, okay, bishar bechad, and and if you have one left, it's it, it's good, uh, okay, puzzle. If you started with two and you have, or you, or you end with one, it's no good. You have to. It's only kosher if you start with three, bishar or or you and 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 then you end up with you end up with two. So now we have a problem. Okay, because he, he, he says, he's, he's, therefore what? You have to have, therefore what? So he holds clearly that, that from the outset, you have to have three, and it's, and it's no good after the fact. You, you cannot start with less than three. So how can you tell me that he really holds from the outset? You can have two. It's not true. It's not three for a mitzvah. You must have three from the outset, even though he said two works. So therefore what? I have a problem. So, I, so you can't say that Rabbi Yossi is the one who holds it really two is a bundle. He holds only three makes a bundle. So the Gemara says, okay, you know, so we have to say the opposite. Where you wanted to say before that Rabbi Yossi was the one who said two is a bundle, and the rabbi said, oh no, only three is a bundle. No, it's the opposite. It's Rabbi Yossi says only three is a bundle, and the rabbis say even two is a bundle. Rabbi Yossi, Shlo what? Rabbi Yossi holds what? You have to have, you have, to have three stems, and it's, and, and it's essential. If you don't start with three, you don't have three stems, it's not a bundle. Rabban and Shlo Shalakeh, and it's according to the rabbis only, hold that three is a mitzvah, but, if you, but, but really what? But after the fact, if you only bound two, it's also called 
hold a bundle, and that will apply to all the all the things we said before. Okay, and a, and a proof to this point, I'll show you. That's really two. That Rabbi Yossi holds that three is absolutely essential for a bundle. They always hold it's only a mitzvah, and two is good enough. But Tanya, like we learned, Ezo shetchilos shnayim. If you start up with hisap, that is start with two stems, ushiar vechad, and the, or, 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 or the remainder is one. Kosher ve'inapas kosher. It's kosher. If you uh, no, you, you started with two and you ended with one, it's kosher. Ve'inapasol, and it's not it's not disqualified. And it's only no good if the beginning or the end was 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 one. Now wait a second, one second. That's the contrary we said before. You just told me before that a one in the end was good. Now you said one in the end is no good. It's a self contradiction. Okay, okay. So how how are you going to explain that? It makes it makes no sense. Uh, he says, "Bishar bechad pasul." How can you tell me ending with one is pasul? Armati just said a, a, a minute ago, the second before shiar bechad kosher. He said the ending with one is kosher. So how do I explain? He says two and one is kosher, and and uh, uh, pardon me, two and one uh, is kosher, and only one and one is not kosher. Okay, what do you make up your mind? He says, "Ela emos." You have to say what he really said was. It has to be what it's not. It's not unkosher until the beginning is like the end. Echad. If you start with one, then it's not kosher. So therefore, what? So according to this, if you start with two, then it's really kosher. So who's that going to be? You have to say that that's the opinion of the. Like we said, that's the opinion of the rabbis. That the rabbis really hold that you that that two is a bundle, uh, and only if you start with one is it no good. And therefore, what? So we have to say above, when they said three, they really meant only as a mitzvah. It's good to do it as a mitzvah, but really, you can start with two. Okay, now, Dorosh Ramayimur explained, Dorosh Ramayimur explained these things. Hani Saraisa the Surah, these bundles of canes, you know, of Surah, so they, they, the way they would do it, they would, put, they, they would buy the bundle of them, uh, and, they would sell, and they would sell them that way. They were, they were bound together with a rope. Okay, Masachabu, the answer is you're allowed to take that bundle and you're allowed to use it for schach. You're going to put it on your sukkah for shade. That's good enough. I, what do you mean? Even though, they're, even though they're tied together. So what do you mean? Didn't we say that any tied together thing, we're afraid you're going to use, you're going to use something that was, wasn't put on for shade, it was put out to dry, etc., or put up for storage, and you're going to use it? The answer is, even though it's bound, the minyana ba'almahudagdan. People, they're only sold bound in order, to, in order to have a certain number of things, okay? The, that the owners want to sell, selling bundles of so many and so many. But really, people don't leave them bound. They really, they really, they really unbound them, unbind them, where they're going to store them up. And therefore, there's nothing to compare it to. And in this case, even a bundle that's tied will be good enough. As long as you put it on for shade, it's going to be okay, because it's not like something else that would be unkosher. Now we have a thing like this. They used to make a blind for the for the for the hunter. The hunter would make would make a hut that is like a teepee. And what you do is take willow branches and you bend them towards the top. And the, so and the top is actually all the branches are tied together, and knotted together. They're tied together. And the bottom, it is you put a rope through them, but they're not really tied. You put a rope through the through the through them on the wide part on the bottom, and you tie it. But they're not really not tied. They're just really kind of like braided together. Just goes in and out. So he says, Cave and so therefore, o- over there, such a thing can you use? I want, to, I want to take that blind and use it and just stick it on and use it for schach. He says, as long as you undo the top knots, okay, and they're ready kosher, you can put it on top of the sukkah and it's good. And even though what? And even though the rope is still in the bottom, it's still, it's still consi- it's, it's not considered a bundle and you can use it. So the says, what do you mean? What do you mean? It's still, it's still bound from the bottom. He says, okay, you're right. He says, so when Rabbi said it, we're only talking about where you, where you, where you, where you took out the knot of the bottom. Uh, uh, we took out the bo- uh, you took out the knot of the bottom. 
He says, no, he says, you know what? Even if you didn't untie the bottom, it's still good enough. Once you untie the top, even if you leave the whole bottom braided and tied, it's still okay. Why? Any binding that can't be carried the way it is, it's not going to fall apart. It's not called a binding. This thing, you're not going to be able to carry this thing. Even, even once you undo the knots of the top, even since the bottom ones are not really tied together, it's just braided and, and knotted. Even if you leave the knot in there, it's going to fall apart. You're not going to be able to, you're not to be able to carry it, and therefore it's not considered bound, and it's kosher for sach. Now, uh, another thing about, about sach. Any of these types of vegetables, which are very, they're, they're very fragile, that you're allowed to use for morrow on Pesach, all of them have the common quality of what, they, what while they're wet, they kind of hang together, and they dry up quickly, and they just fall apart, okay? So, so these things, okay, if you use them for a roof, remember, the, what's the rule? You have a roof on top of, on top of uh, let's say, a, a sufficient amount of a corpse. It'll bring, it, it wants a roof over it, it'll bring the tumor to something else that's under the same roof, even though they're not touching. So these things are sufficient as long as they are, okay? So these, these things, uh, as long as they're wet, maybe it's a tumor, they, they, they constitute a proper roof, and they'll, they'll transfer the tumor from the corpse to the other thing that's under them as the roof. Uh, maybe, okay, maybe it's a tumor. But ironically, in one second, usually anything that's a good roof to transfer tumor under it should also be a boundary, like we learned the other day, to stop the tumor from, from going up through it to Matami something, let's say, on top of that roof. But here it doesn't, okay? We're going we're gonna, we're gonna to see why in a minute. But it's rabbinic, okay? We, 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 don't, we don't consider it to be a boundary for tumor, even when it's wet. Uposlim Basuka, okay, and also Mishum Avir. And also, these vegetables, if you use them, uh, as srach, they're not going to be looked at as pasal srach, okay? They're going to be looked at as non-existent srach, as air. Pasal srach pasals in four tvachim. Air pasals in three tvachim, in only three embers. These are going to be considered air, okay? My time. What's the reason why I have this ironic din? If they're a good roof, why are they considered non-srach in three air? And why are they considered that even though they, even though they can bring the tumor, but they don't, they don't, they don't make a, a barrier for tumor? My time. What's the reason? Came to the yavshi, since when they do become dry, parchim and aprichim they just crumble and fall down. Come on, dame. It's like they're not there. So we look at it as non as non schach and not as unkosher schach. That's number one. And number two, rabbinically, we can't say we can't say that as long as they're wet, that they're not a roof. They're a roof. But the rabbis, even when they're wet, will consider them to be not a barrier because lest you'll come to rely on them when they're already dry and they really aren't. They really aren't a barrier anymore. Okay. Okay. Now. We're gonna, I want to learn one more law outside, and it'll make sense. We have a rule called yados. What is yados? You know that if something unclean is going to touch uh, this uh, produce, it's going to become unclean. What if the produce has a stem? So the stem is called the yad, it's called the handle. We have a rule, anything that's a handle that, that we really need for the sake of the, of the, of the produce, it's, it's gonna, it's gonna, even though it itself is really not produce, it's gonna be able to receive tumah because it's, because it's needed for the fruit, and, it's gonna, and if the tumah touches it, even though it doesn't touch the fruit, it's gonna transfer the tumah to the fruit. That's called the yad, that's called the handle, okay? And, and a, a, a handle that works. Now sometimes, sometimes something is called a handle, so not, if something's connected, it's not automatically a handle, it has to be connected in a way that I need it, it's beneficial for the fruit, but if it's connected, it's not beneficial, and certainly if it's, neg- if it's negative, then it's not going to be considered to be a handle. So now we're going to learn a, 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 a special rule. He said this, let's say a person is, is, is harvesting grapes uh, in, order to, in order to put them into the wine press. 
Okay, the, the, the branches do not consider, it has no handles, they're not considered handles. Why is that? Because the, the twigs the, that, that's connecting them, it's negative. I don't want them, you're gonna, they're gonna go, if they go in with the grapes, it's gonna absorb the wine, they're negative. So since they're negative, okay, they're going, they're gonna absorb the wine, it's not considered a handle, and therefore if the tumor touches the branch, it's not going, the twig, it's not going to transfer tumor to the, to the grape. Rav Nasher Bagada said in the name of Rav Huna a different thing. He says, a coat of the schach. Let's say a guy cuts grain that he's going to use for schach. Now the, you have the stalk of the grain and the grain of the grain. The grain of the grain is not kosher for schach. It's, it's produce. But since the, since the stalk outnumbers the, the grain, it's a, the, the grain is nullified. So I'm, I'm, I'm cutting a stalk with the grain to use for schach. So okay, it's going to be kosher. It's going to be kosher because, because the stalk's going to outnumber the grain. But the only thing is, Ain, but if I cut the grain for slach, ain't yodos, okay? Again, ain't lo yodos. Again, we don't consider the stalks to be handled. That if tumah touches stalk, stalk, it'll give tumah to the, to, the, uh, to the grain. Why is that? Because, okay, uh, uh, okay, why is that? Because he only really wants, he doesn't really want the, the, the fruit, he doesn't want the fruit for slach. It's not good, it's, it's, uh, the fruit is actually possible for slach. The only reason that it's not going to mess me up is because it's outnumbered by the stalks. But really, he doesn't even want the grain there. So since he doesn't want that connection, therefore, 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 the, therefore, the, um, therefore, the stalk is not considered a handle. So we had two different dinim. In one case, he said that the, that the, that the twig of the grape is not considered a handle. In one case, we said in the name of what that that the, that, this, that the stalk of the grape is not considered a handle. Manda Amar Rav Nashabagada, who said kotzer, who said what that even that that even when you even when you when you harvest the grain, the stalk is not considered a handle. Kol shekena kotzer. All the, all the more so is he going to hold what that the twig for the grape is not considered what is not considered a handle. The lo because it's absolutely negative. And the stalk, he just doesn't want the connection. Okay, he doesn't want the connection because he doesn't because he because he because he doesn't need the grain. The grain is not going to be the grain is not going to be is not kosher. But by but by the, but but he certainly, if he says it there, certainly when it comes to the grape, where it's a negative connection, he doesn't want the okay. The 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 okay. Why? Pardon me. Certainly, he's going to say the same thing. Whoever says it by by the by the stalk by the stalk of the wheat, he's certainly going to say that the, that the twig by the grape the is is not a handle. The because he absolutely doesn't want it in the negative. The that it shouldn't absorb the wine. Okay. But on the other hand, manda amra but but who said Bozer, okay, who said specifically by the case of the twigs of the grapes, okay, specifically there, uh, so specifically there, it doesn't have a handle. Why? Because it's negative. When it's going to come to harvesting the grain for schach, okay, he's going to hold the what that it does have handles. Why? The nichale. Okay, there is it because he says he's going to hold, no, that's not good enough. There actually is a positive value of having the grain there. Why? The lisakach, okay, because he wants, he does want to, he has a positive reason why he actually wants to use the schach with the grain. Why? So that he shouldn't lose the grain Okay. Okay. Without with uh, uh, they shouldn't use the grain. They shouldn't lose the grain. Okay. That's going to be lost. So therefore, he has a reason. Even though he doesn't want the grain for the schach, but he kind of wants the connection there because he doesn't want to lose the grain. And therefore, there's something positive. I name the Rav Ashibagada. Now let's let's say like this. Rav Ashibagada, who said what that it's specifically by by grain that that it, that it doesn't have. Pardon me. That he, who said that? I'm sorry. Let's say Rav Nashavagadu who said even by grain, even by grain, I say that there's no yad. I don't say the fact that he wants the grain, he shouldn't lose the grain, makes it that he wants the connection. Even there, there's no yad. Tanoi, so I'm going to say, well, according to him, there's a machlokas of tanoim, 
okay, whether uh, when when I cut for when I uh, 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 when I cut for slach, uh, whether there's a yad or not. The Tanya, because we learned anfei uh, te'enim. Okay, let's say we would have followed, we learned the following argument. We're going to make this an argument according to Rashi We learn if you take branches of uh, of figs, they're fig branches with with figs, pachilin grapevines uvahemanavin on which there are grapes, and kashin stalks stalks of grain that have the grain, mechabdos okay the the uh, the branches that look like brooms, the branches of 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 a date palm. And there are dates on them. Each of them, each one, you know, just the refuse with the with the with the with the produce. Cool on all these things. Im soles muba shall Like we said, if the waste product is greater than the food, like we said before, kshera, that's all good for schach. But if not psula, then it's not good for schach. Like you know, if you don't nullify the food, which is able to makabel tuma, then all then the whole thing is no good. It's it's pasul schach. But as long as the waste product is greater, then we don't consider it to be able to receive tuma, and you're allowed to use it for schach. Now, that's one opinion. What's the other opinion? That's the other opinion. No, he says, no, it's not going to be kosher. The, 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 the stalk has to nullify not only the food, but it also has to nullify the section of the stalk that's next to the food that would be called the handle. It has to nullify also the handle and the food to be kosher. I see, see what? So, what's the argument of the rabbis in the Achaim? The rabbis say, well, you only have to nullify the, the food to be kosher schach. And the Achaim say, you have to nullify the food and the handle. Must be what? The Marsavar Yeshlam Yoda. So, it must be what? That the Achaim who said you have to nullify the food and the handle holds it when you harvest grain for schach, it still has handles. Okay, we said before, for the reason, like you said, because you want to hold on to the, you don't want the grain to get lost. Umarsavar, and the rabbis hold what? So wouldn't it be? So you have to say what? So according to Ravina who holds that that even by grain there's no yad. It's that you want to say it's a machlokas. That's for sure because the Tanakama hold the rabbi part. The rabbis hold what? There is no yad. Uh, 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 but the Achayim say what? The Achayim says what? There is a yad. I the Rabbi Abba. What Rabbi Abba? Who said what? Rabbi Abba, uh, who said it's only by by grain there 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 is a yad. But probably he said by grain. Uh, that, but pardon me, who said by grain there is a yad, and only regard as an argument. He said, you have to, so Gemara says like this, don't worry. The Rabbi Abba, according to Rabbi Abba, Vadai Tanai, it's certainly a machlokas of the, of the Tanai. Why? Because here, because, because of Rabbi Abba held that by, by the harvesting it has a yad. The Rabbi said, what even by harvesting? There's no yad. Should I say it's a machlokas Tanai? So I'm going to look Menashe. Menashe could say to you, no, it's not really an argument. Why I, I say that I say that there's no yad uh, by harvesting. Why the kuliyama, but, but harvesting of the of the grain. The kuliyama. Everybody savri Everybody's going to agree with me. What that when you when you harvest for grain, there's no yad. I So why is it argument? It seems like the rabbi said what that there's no yad and rabbi, and the achim said there's a yad. Here's the argument. Here's what happened. He originally harvested them for eating. You harvest them if you harvest them for eating. So clearly, okay, okay, and therefore, and, and therefore, therefore, what? Then, then you need the you need the you need the handle, and they should be able to receive tuma. The only thing, but then the person changed their mind. The sikkah, and he wanted to use it for schach, and therefore, what? Even though everybody really holds that when you harvest for schach, 
it's not, there's no yad. But over here, since I originally harvested for food, and now I changed my mind when I used it for schach, therefore there's an argument. The achayim hold what, that, that the fact that you, that since you originally harvested for food, then, then there's a yad, there's a handle. Uh, 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 and it doesn't change with, with, with your mind. And the rabbis say, no, even though you originally harvested for food, even though once you change your mind, you use it for schach, it's fine, and the handles are not called handles. And we'll call that uh, a da for the moment, continue tomorrow. Everyone have a wonderful day.